This is a podcast from Rover. Hey, New Zealand, how are we getting on? This is Rex. Today, I'm Dominic George. Here until 12.30, as always, thanks to the team at NetSpeed. Coming up in just a moment, Chris Morrison from Karma Drinks, the soft drink company, was born from an idea on Pihar Beach, and they have won the Supreme Award at the 20th Annual Sustainable Business Awards. We're going to be talking with Chris Morrison about that. In particular, the cola bean farmers uh, over in Sierra Leone and uh, how the company is helping with their plight in that part of the world. Then we're going to be talking with Alan Gibson, photojournalist who just got a new book out. It's called For the Love of the Country. We'll be uh, chatting with him a bit later in the program to find out a bit more about that. That's all coming up between now and 12.30. But first up on the program today, ethical soft drink company Karma Drinks has won the Supreme Award at the 20th Annual Sustainable Business Awards. It was formed by Simon Coley along with brothers Matt and Chris Morrison who wanted to make Karma Cola out of ingredients that were good for the land, good for growers and good for consumers. Chris Morrison joins us now to talk all about it. Chris, nice to have you on the show. How's things? Oh, very good, thanks. Very good. Yeah, had a great celebration the other night with the Sustainable Business Awards. Yeah, really good for the team. Yeah, what does that mean? Um, because I know that you were set up in a, you know, with these things at the forefront of, um, yeah, of, of your existence, really. So what does it mean to sort of, you know, get something like this? Oh, it's a, it's a fantastic recognition. You know, we're 10 years into the business. Uh, like everyone else, we've been through some pretty... Pretty big uh, ups and downs uh, with COVID. You know, we um, our main market is uh, food and beverage, and and a lot of those businesses were closed down for a significant periods of time. So yeah, p- pretty tough on the staff having to work from home and uh, not really understanding what the future was going to look like. So you know, to come through it and to enter these awards and to be recognised, it's. Uh, some really positive news, and it's sort of for the whole supply chain, really, from uh, from the growers right through uh, to our customers, our supermarkets, and, and the cafes and restaurants, and then uh, for the you know our end users and our team. So you know, all round, very good. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about the growers. That's one of the important things. When you guys set this company up, the idea was to to make Karma Cola out of ingredients that were it's good for the land, good for growers, and good for consumers, right? So there's a starting point. Um, lofty goal, really, I suppose, when you think about it. Um, how did you sort of get your head around all of that and the process that you went through in terms of, you know, sourcing the ingredients and making sure that, you know, it was living up to the ideals that you set out with in the first place? Yeah, no, very good question. So um, first of all, yeah, we wanted to be... Um Organic and fair trade, most people understand that. Um, organics have uh, been independently certified for the growers to make sure that they're growing uh, with nature and um, and not using as many uh, harmful pesticides and herbicides. So that that's one thing. Uh, we're very proud of that. And then fair trade, which is making sure that those people at the bottom of the chain, the suppliers, getting a fair price and... Uh, earn enough money to, to make a sustainable living. And that's often the case with commodities you know, like chocolate and tea and sugar and stuff like that, that uh, people, you know, price uh, fluctuates and, and often they're caught out and not being able to earn enough money to, you know, put rice on the table sort of thing. Mm. Um, with the cola nuts, um, look, there's over a billion colas drunk 
every day around the world. Wow. And there's some pretty big brands out there that everyone will know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they they don't actually, uh, 99% of them don't uh, contain any cola nut. And we thought to be authentic and to make a great cola, we needed to have that prime ingredient. So we ended up in Sierra Leone. Uh, we've got a, a wonderful chair of the Karma Foundation who has strong links to Sierra Leone. So we ended up there. We work with eight communities who are cola producers, and um, we've set up a foundation there where we're putting money back into that community to look after those communities and to partner with them and uh, move them into a much more self-sufficient situation. And, and the main thing we're doing there is actually educating girls. If there's not enough money in a family, the girls will stay at home, the boys will go off to school. We know uh, through studies around the world that the fastest way to bring communities out of poverty is to educate women. So we give them there's 135 karma scholarships for young girls to go to school. Um, we're also uh, supporting teachers and building classrooms. So, yeah, we're super stoked about, about it. That's brilliant. Have you, you been over yourself and had a look at um, things over there? Yeah, look, I've been uh, very, very lucky. And all the co-founders, uh, Matt, Simon and myself, have been over there with Albert. And, uh, you know, it's it's mind-blowing. It's, you know, I've been to a few different places in the world, but this is, uh, I've been on a different planet. It is, uh, you know, you're really living hand-to-mouth and at the mercy of, of the weather and... Uh, commodity prices, etc. And, you know, we're so keen to support these villages. I mean, Sierra Leone's been through a brutal 10-year civil war. Mm. And then more recently, they've had Ebola, which your listeners would have heard about. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's incredible how resilient these people are and positive, and they just want to get on with their lives and create sustainable livelihoods for their families. It's a similar story to, I was speaking with the guy, um, forgive me, I can't remember his name, the founder of People's Coffee, and uh, he's got a similar sort of thing going on with uh, the bean growers in Ethiopia yeah. as well, and uh, just seems to me it's the, the same sort of thing, and there's a few more companies now popping up um, in that regard, which is great, because without the farmers and the growers in these parts of the world, you know, you haven't got anything, or you've got a product that uh, says it's cola without the cola bean. That's extraordinary. I still can't quite believe that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, we, that's the whole thing about sustainable business, and we're through with the Sustainable Business Network, that you meet people like Matt Lamison. That's it, Matt Lamison, uh, yeah. Peoples and, and Mike Murphy from Kokako Coffee. Um, you know, these... These are people doing similar things. They're really considering their supply chain and making sure that people aren't being left out. So it's fantastic. Well, I was having a read as well about what the impact of the Karma Foundation has had in Sierra Leone. You've mentioned the education, which is great. So the, so far, I think, well, midway through the year, there was more than 100 girls had been um, you know, sent to school and being able to get that education. And all the experts say that, that is the way, isn't it, to, um, you know, the lift um, communities out of poverty isn't by, um, you know, sort of band-aid methods, but it's more root cause and education's clearly the, the key one. And um, I also note that uh, a bridge for the town was built as well, which is, which is great. Yes, yes, it sounds like a small thing, but actually um, it meant that when the rainy season came that these... Uh, 
this village that was on an island wasn't cut off uh, from the rest of the mainland and just meant that they could trade, you know, they could take their vehicles over, etc. And, you know, this has transformed that village. So uh, it's small things like that. You know, rather than telling them what to do with the money, we're listening to them and saying, what are your needs? Mm. And it, it's a really good partnership. So, um, you know, we're just empowering people to get on with their lives and, uh, you know, to lift themselves into a really strong position. Yeah, there's a danger in these things as well, isn't there, of being, oh, well, yeah, we, we know best, um, you know, being a little bit preachy and uh, we'll sort of tell you what to do. It's like, that's never going to work, is it? It's the wrong approach. Yeah, we've sort of always felt like it's uh, trade, not aid, and yeah. to, to work alongside them and to yeah, really listen to them. I've got to disclose, massive fan uh, of the cola and the lemon drink as well. Those things are just bloody outstanding. They're, uh, they're very popular. I note that um, in the UK, you've got a massive market over there. Yes, indeed. Um, and, you know, as part of the sustainability thing is that we don't want to be shipping bottles full mainly of water around the world. So we have set up an office and manufacturing in the UK and Europe to service that market. And, you know, people are stoked over there. You know, we we have a good coffee sold, you know, we're sold and and coffee's going off in the UK and lots of Kiwis and uh, Australia's out there leading the march. Um, But yeah, really good for us. And uh, we've got a fabulous team there. Now, I just wanted to ask you as well um, a little bit about the actual farming of the cola beans. So we've mentioned the farmers, we've mentioned the fact that they're in Sierra Leone. Have you seen what the actual process is in terms of, um, you know, how they actually farm the cola nuts? Yes. So um, they're naturally farmed. So these cola nut trees grow very, very high in the canopy. And then they get these sticks and they knock them off. But it's quite a, a labour process thing. It's so it's really not about um, you know monoculture or anything like that. It's in a rainforest. You know our main thing is to protect that rainforest, and part of that is that protects the uh, polar nut. Um, and anyway, that they're collected and then they're dried. And then we soak them in alcohol just to get the ingredients out of that. And then we we turn it into the cola flavour. So it's quite a process. Um, But, you know, the villages, communities in Sierra Leone have been using the cola nut for generations. They use it um, in ceremonies, for weddings, uh, for all sorts of things. So it's a very special um, thing for them. And they're, they're absolutely stoked that we're taking this uh, valuable product and respecting it and, and turning it into a great drink. Well, congratulations once again to you and the team at uh, Karma Drinks. It's a, it's a really good story, and uh, here's to 10 years. Well done. Thank you so much. We talked to photojournalist Alan Gibson next.